This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, it's Ellie here. Each Friday on the Third Degree Podcast, I speak with a rotating cast of some of the nation's top law students about breaking legal news, compelling cases, and what it means to lead a life in the law. Today, we're sharing a sample from my conversation with Harvard Law School student, Eli Nachmani. Yes, his name is Eli as well. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, you can now become a member for half the annual membership price. Just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. That's cafe.com slash insider. And the discount code is DEGREE. Now, I want to start by putting you on the spot for a moment, okay? I'm going to say a word, and I want your, not your law school first impression. I just want your human being first impression when I say this word, okay? Sedition. All right, what jumps into your mind when I say that word sedition? So it's obviously a negative connotation, right? I mean, in in terms of word association, it would definitely be bad, not good. But sedition calls to mind to me something massive, something, you know, of of national significance and concerning, you know, your government and either a, a foreign government or or some sort of, you know, overthrow the government movement. But there there's not much good associated with that word. Yeah. Well, decidedly negative in in connotation or or I guess that's the right word. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think if you ask most people, what do you what do you think of when you think of sedition? They'll think of disloyalty, of Things like Benedict Arnold, right? Or, or Harper's Ferry, the raid on Harper's Ferry down in Virginia. Things like that that really sort of had the U.S. government teetering on the brink. And the reason I raise it is because we could be, very soon we could see sedition charges brought in United States federal court for the first time in a long time. Now, sedition charges are sort of few and far between. Of course, now we're talking about them in the context of the January 6th raid on the Capitol. Uh, Michael Sherwin, federal prosecutor with the Department of Justice, gave this interview to 60 Minutes. And I want to talk a little bit later about his decision to give that interview, which I think was wildly misguided and inappropriate. But before we get there, I want to talk about the substance, because he tipped DOJ's hand and then some about where they are on sedition. He essentially said, and I think he all but announced that sedition charges are quite likely forthcoming in the January 6th case. And the first thing I thought was, well, gee, does it fit? Because when people think of sedition, they think of, as you said, something massive. Was January 6th massive? Sure, in certain sense. Was our entire republic endangered? I don't know that it was ever seriously in danger of that group taking over the entire apparatus of the United States government. If you just look at the law, I will say sedition charges do seem to apply here quite strongly, right? Sedition can mean trying to overthrow the government, but it also can mean less things than that. It can mean trying to interfere with a governmental function, trying to take over a federal building, both both of which I think are fairly obviously applicable. What's your view on whether sedition charges, just letter of the law sort of fit 
the conduct of at least some of the January 6th rioters. Yeah, I think it might. You'd have to look at what section of, of the law you're applying. So there's kind of the, as you mentioned, the broader section, and then there's the more narrow section. But I, I still think, you know, just in terms of, of what the letter of the law is, there hasn't been much precedent developed on it. And so the courts have not told us really what, you know, what the law means. And so I think there there's room to make arguments both ways. But, you know, I, I think you you make a compelling point that if you just look at the, the text of the statute, that there, there may be a case here. Yeah. And, and it is very rarely used. It was charged most recently over a decade ago against a Michigan militia. And think about how different these scenarios are, just in terms of the factual circumstances. The last time it was successfully charged was by my old office, the Southern District of New York, in the mid-90s, when they charged Omar Abdel Rahman, known as the Blind Sheikh, with essentially a whole series of terrorist plots to blow up different government buildings, the actual 1993 World Trade Center bombing. So think about how different all three of those scenarios are. I guess to some extent, they all have the same bottom line. There's an interesting prosecutorial decision to be made here about whether you add a sort of more aggressive charge that may be more legally debatable on top of your easier charges, your trespass, your destruction of property. That's a decision we dealt with all the time as prosecutors. I think in this case, there's too important of a public interest to be vindicated. I think if sedition charges do fit, and I think they will fit at least some of the rioters here, I think prosecutors really have an obligation to bring those charges, even if they're a little trickier to prove. What do you make of that? Yeah, and I think in in any prosecutorial decision, the exercise of discretion depends on the goals you're trying to advance. So, you know, as we've talked about with this being applied only in in some very factually distinct cases, there is some level of uncertainty when when you bring a high-powered charge like this, given that it's been 25 years since the Justice Department has successfully prosecuted a sedition case. You know, you, you usually would fall back on the charges that are more of a slam dunk. Uh, even if the law textually applies to the facts here, there's there's uncertainty. But, you know, if you want to make a clear statement for the rule of law, maybe this is the direction you go. I, I think that's going to be a decision. I hope you enjoyed this sample of the Third Degree Podcast. To listen to the entire episode and to get access to the full archive of exclusive cafe content, just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. We look forward to having you as part of the insider community.